Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here, and I'm in New York City, and I'm sitting at the bright red desk with Remo right here getting a little snuggle as I go live. So it's a good day to snuggle your loved ones. The moon is in uh, Capricorn, so we're all feeling a little bit more like staying home and nesting and figuring out, yeah, you know, I kind of just want to snuggle a little. I'm in the mood. Um, or comfort food, you know, moon and Capricorn's comfort food. Macaroni and cheese, you know, things like that. I had a little lasagna today. Um, I ordered Delizia, uh, my little Italian place around the corner, and I'd ordered eggplant parmesan, you know, and it came in, and it looks looked like eggplant parmesan, but I'd ordered a salad and some stuffed mushrooms, so I had those for dinner. And then today I went to get out the eggplant parmesan, and it was lasagna. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to eat the lasagna. So I had a little comfort food. I mean, eggplant parmesan is comfort food, too. Um, so, yeah, it was good. So it's comfort food day. You know, how are you comforting yourself? A lot of energy in the heavens right now this week. And this week ahead is very, very turbulent. I know, I know. You're kind of like, man, more turbulence. I'm like, yeah, more turbulence. <laughs> um, so the reason it's going to be so turbulent is we have three planets stationing to go backwards, right? So last week we had Pluto stationing, right, which kind of got all of our attention. Um, this week we have uh, four planets, actually four, three planets and an asteroid stationing. So the planets are Venus is stationing to go retrograde, right? So Venus, the goddess of love and beauty and money and how we work with it. Um uh, Jupiter is stationing to go retrograde, the planet of abundance and expansion and big stuff. And Saturn is stationing to go retrograde. He's actually stopped right now. He goes retrograde tomorrow. And he, of course, is the structures in our life and how we're going to work with them. And Athena, the goddess of wisdom and uh, ideas and how we see things and, and our particular lens of clarity, she's going to station and go retrograde. So with these three guys going backwards, they're going to all go back where they came from. And retrograde, uh, of course, reopen. We're talking reopening and revising. And re anything you hear a R-E word, that's a retrograde sound. And, yeah, we all know Mercury goes retrograde. That's kind of common in the parlance. But a lot of people don't know that the other planets go retrograde. And we're each born, uh, if you're born um, with the planets opposite your sun, right? So now the sun is in Taurus. And the planets are all in Capricorn, so they're an Earth sign. So they're going to go retrograde until the sun gets to Virgo time, which is the fall, September. And then they all stop and they go direct. So it's kind of a little phenomena from our perspective on Earth. We pull up next to the planet, and we look out the window, and it looks like it's stopped. And then we kind of pull ahead of it because we're a little closer to the sun, and then it appears to go backwards. And then when we get to Virgo time, it appears to stop again, and it we we pull up next to it, it appears to stop, and then it goes forward. But what the real phenomena of retrograde is, is it takes about nine months from the beginning till the end, from it when it enters what we call its shadow, which is when it knows, like, okay, I'm going to enter this, and this whole section that we're going to work with now, we're going to revise when I go retrograde. So imagine it comes in, it gets to like 15, right? And then it goes all the way up to 29, and then it stops, and then it goes all the way back to 15, and then it stops, and then it goes all the way back to 29. So if you kind of draw numbers on a strip of paper going across the paper, across the top of the paper, 
like column headings and just imagine it going over this section. Another way I like to explain it when I'm teaching it is it's like a highlighter. It highlights this section. So the light, you know, the you know how you, you used to highlight a book and you'd mark it, and you mark it again, and then you mark it again three times over the place. So what it does is it's kind of like a one, two, three, go. It's a little bit like Goldilocks. You know, I like this. Nah, it's okay. That's too hot. Oh, that's too cold. Oh, that's just right. You know, so we have a lot of one, two, three, one for the ready, one for the ready, two for the show, three to get ready, and four to go, or one for. I don't remember what that phrasing is, but you know the idea, right? It also takes about nine months from start to beginning. So these all these planets all entered their shadow in January and February, which is the plant the point they're going to go back to in September and October, because um, they entered their shadow in Capricorn time and in Aquarius time, and they're going to go backwards now until we get to Virgo time, right? So think think Earth and and Libra time, right? So we kind of have this back and forth energy, but the idea of a retrograde is to take us back. And the analogy I use when I'm explaining it to folks, another analogy I use is, you know, you make the movie, you film the movie, you get all the film in the bucket in the movie, and then everybody disperses, the cast disperses. And then the film goes to the editor, and the editor puts it all together in the proper sequences, and some of the stuff that you thought was great, that, you know, lands up on the cutting room floor, and some of the other stuff, you revise it, you figure it out, you put it together. And then the planets go direct, and it's time to get ready to release the movie. And everybody gathers together. They get the cast together. They go on press releases, and they release, and they talk about how much fun it was. But it was like a long time ago. And they, t- they go on press releases, and they send the movie out into the world. right? So that back-and-forth energy, we do it all the time. And you either have direct planets or retrograde planets in your chart. And if you have retrograde planets, you know, Jupiter, Saturn, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, um, or Pluto, or... Uh, Athena retrograde, they're going to get really active now. If you have direct planets, they're going to be like, oh, okay, we're going to sit down now and we're going to let everybody go. And this is kind of, you know, if you know it, like you kind of watch it in the subtlety of your year and how it all flows, this is that story. But the most important part is because these pandemic planets, these are the what I'm calling the pandemic planets. They're not really pandemic planets, but they're reflecting the structure, Saturn, transformation, Pluto, death, Pluto, uh, you know, structural change, right, of Capricorn, banks, businesses, governments, corporations, the society that we've built, right, the structural change. And it's happening all over the world, and astrologers have been talking about it for years, but it, we didn't know what it was going to be, but now we know, oh, God, it's a virus, you know, now, <laughs> now we go, uh-oh, okay, so we're going to go retrograde until September, and then all the planets are going to go direct. And what have they been talking about, right? They've been talking about, huh, another eruption in the fall, right? The flu comes back and then the virus comes and, you know, so we're going to go backwards. We're going to get released from captivity, right? We're going to get released. But then come the fall, they're going to want to lock us all up, which is why I've been saying to you, buy food. Because we're also going to have Mars go through there and Mars makes it even bigger, right? Because what we've had so far are the good planets, Venus, the Sun, and Mercury. We have Mars, August, September, October, November, December. So we got some hot times ahead. And I'm going to revise it to not just say buy food for yourself, buy food for your pets. Because this week I went to order uh, cat food for the little furry guys I live with. 
And they were like, oh, we have food shortages of cat food. I'm like, man, last month you had food shortages of kitty litter. (laughs) So order, you know, figure out how much cat food you need to buy or dog food. Get that in the cupboard. I actually am going to clean out a cupboard in my kitchen and make that my my little pantry, you know, for the the plague, the plague months of September, October, November. But yeah, get pet food too, because once you know, I mean, I get I get you know Purina kibble stuff, and I get um, I get wet food, right? And that's made with meat. And if there's a collapse in the food supply for the chickens and the beef and the pork for us, probably going to be a collapse in the food supply for the dogs and the cats. I think the birds are okay. I think we'll have bird seed for the birds. But for the the meat eaters in your family, right, including the four-legged ones, get some get some stocking in for them. But let's talk about that retrograde. So we've got it. And I'm going to give you the dates. Go get your pens. This is important. Write it down. And what you're going to do in your chart, because remember, everybody's having these planets meet up someplace in their chart. So I'm going to reference you back to when the story started in your life and you're going to go back to that story and work on it again. And then when it stops in the fall, it's going to say, okay, hopefully you figured it out now. And then we're going to go forward again full time, full speed ahead. So I have this this stuff in my 12th house, um, which is, you know, I had, like I said, a while back, I had all these trip plans this year. You know, I was going to be traveling all over the place and teaching and speaking and having a great time. But I noticed, you know, Saturn's in my 12th, which usually means you're locked up in jail and I'm like, wow, I got all these trips plans. You know, what's going to happen? <laughs> and they're getting canceled one after another or turned to an online event, right? So, yeah, so kind of know, like, we're working with this energy. We're all going to go back to the future, and then we're going to go back there, and then we're going to back again through them again. So three passes. Everybody got your pen? Okay, so um, so in the well, like we had Pluto last week, which I talked about. It's stationed on April 24th at 24th of Capricorn. And it is going backwards until October 4th when it stops at 22 Capricorn, right? It entered Pluto entered its shadow, which started giving us the first weapon first word of its arrival on January 3rd, which is probably about the first time I paid any attention to the virus in the world. In my case, 22 Capricorn is my Chiron. So I was really watching, like, what's in the news today? Because I was going, okay, this is what I'm going to be working with all this year in some kind of healing capacity. You know, I was a little worried I was going to have a health thing. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, it's the 12th house. Yeah, okay, got it. Uh, And, of course, 12th house is international. So Pluto went... um, He went into his shadow on January 3rd. He stationed last week on April 24th. Sixth, and he is going to go direct on October 4th, which means he's going to be back to the degree he was on January 3rd. And then he's going to go forward and he's going to clear the degree of his station last week on April 26th. He's going to clear that on January 24th. Okay, so, you know, even though I'm saying this thing's kind of finished when we get to the December 20th, we're actually going to see some of the dates are really in January till it's really wrapped up. But that's also kind of like, you know, you have the party, and then you have the party, and it's wild and crazy, and you have a great time, and then you have to clean up after the party. And I was talking with someone uh, this week, and we were talking about, you know, she works in the um, 
uh, she works in the film industry when scheduling films, right? So part of her job is listening to people going, yeah, we're going to do it in September. Yeah, we're going to – and she's like, you know, and I'm listening to you on the radio. <laughs> on the podcast, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they're not doing it in September. Give them a future date. You know, say, okay, September's great, but just in case there's that outbreak that they're talking about in the news this week, uh, let's figure out a plan for January, right? So – and and what we're going to do, and, and she, it was a really interesting conversation because she said to me, well, I kind of am thinking of it as like a tsunami or a hurricane or a tornado, right? And, you know, a tornado goes through the town and blows everything down, and you don't just start right back up again. You have to kind of clean up the mess. And I said, you know, that's a really good analogy for next year. We're going to be cleaning up the mess. So even though the virus will be gone and we'll be kind of through the – We'll be through the worst of it, quote-unquote. We still have to rebuild the structures after the tornado, the hurricane, the tsunami. Pick your pick your metaphor <laughs> that you prefer for your chart after it blows through and you're restructured. Now, the last time Saturn and Pluto fought, of course, was 9-11. You know, Saturn in Gemini, Gemini's towers and Saturn's building, so it was twin towers. And then Pluto is in Sagittarius, which is fire, and, and it's flying, and it's foreign, Sagittarius. It was flying foreign fire. And Sagittarius rules firemen. So we lost like 350 firemen. They all just got wiped out in the 3,000 people that went down on 9-11. So, you know, so we know these two guys, you know, when they get together, it's not fun, not fun. So we're going to say, okay, so Pluto clears his shadow here on um, on. Uh, January uh, 24th, okay? And then we start the rebuilding after the hurricane, after the tsunami, after the tornado, after whatever. Pick your pick your metaphor. Um, pick your vision of, you know, Mother Nature, you know, playing with us, right? This week, we have uh, Venus. We have Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter stationing in order, and we also have Athena stationing. So Saturn stations on May 11th, tomorrow, and he stations at one Aquarius. He entered his shadow, which means he started talking to us about this story, on February 3rd. He's going to go direct on September 29th at the same degree that he was in uh, when, he, um, entered, when, when he entered it. And then he is going to clear his shadow on January 3rd. Okay. So he's going back uh, to the degree he was at, you know, this week. He was going back, and then September 29th, he's going to be back at the degree of February 3rd. Well, what was happening on February 3rd? That was when they were starting to talk about the virus, right, here in the States. And then he clears his shadow. He's done with it on January 3rd. So kind of imagine the enter, go back, go back again, three passes. Venus, who we like. She's generally nice, but she's also in Gemini, and she's also out of bounds. So she's kind of riding a little wild, which is why we're seeing people like punching each other out over masks in grocery stores, right? And you're kind of like, really, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing that with this is Venus, you know? People, you know, there was one guy getting people yelling at him, even though he had a note. There was another woman who got body slammed in a dollar store. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy I'm sitting here at the bright red desk. But Venus in Gemini is why the, why the I don't want to say hysteria, but why the cacophony, the, you know, my, I'm right, you're wrong. And, I, you know, I said to you last week, don't try and argue with people because they're going to just hold on to their position. 
But so Venus is going retrograde on May 13th at 21 Gemini. And um, she is going to go direct on June 25th. So she's going to be retrograde, you know, those 40 days from May 13th to June 25th. Now, remember, we have the 40-day analogy a lot, 40 days in the desert, 40 days of Lent, 40 days of, uh, you know, that period after Jesus resurrected before he took off. A lot of 40-day things in our world, right, religious holidays. But it also represents uh, quarantine, you know, Stephen Colbert mentioned on the show that quarantine is for 40 days. Go away for 40 days. So Venus is retrograding now, this week, on May 13th for 40 days. And so she entered her shadow on April 19th, and she doesn't clear her shadow until July 29th. And she is stationing this week at 21 Gemini, and she's going back to 5 Gemini. This whole time with Venus, she's out of bounds. So communication, Gemini, there's multiple versions of stories, there's multiple ideas, there's multiple multiples, and you're like, I don't even know what's true anymore. And I'm like, I know, you don't know what's true. So what you want to do is trust yourself. You want to say, you know, I trust myself to understand that I'm going to make the correct choices for myself in this situation. Also, Venus and Gemini, now we're finding out that the kids get coronavirus too, and it shows up like really months after they've had it. They test positive for antibodies. They're getting that big old red rash on their skin and uh, getting organ collapse and all this crap. So, you know, this is Venus and Gemini. So it's giving us information that's a little out of bounds, and everybody's like, oh, wow, which, you know, uh, Gemini is children, right? So retrograde, um, figuring it out, working it out, and then Venus is going to go direct and clear her shadow on July 29th. So that's the second retrograde this week. So she goes on May 13th. And then Jupiter stations on May 14th. And he stations at 27 Capricorn. And he is going to go direct on uh, September 12th. And he entered at, at 17 Capricorn. He was at the degree of 17 Capricorn on February 18th. And he is going to station to go direct on September 12th. And then he clears his shadow on December 6th. So we have these guys shifting and changing this week. We also have Pallas Athena, which is our strategic warrior. And last week she scooched just for a second into Aquarius. So she's going to station on May 17th. And she goes direct on September 6th, and she entered her shadow on February 18th, and she clears her shadow on December 13th. So you can see part one, we started in January, whatever. Part two, we stop. We go backwards to part one, and then we stop again, and then we go back through it a third time. Retrogrades are very powerful. When a planet goes retrograde, in our chart, we have a real experience of being asked to re... Anytime you do a reword, going to revise, revisit, reorganize. You know, so I was thinking yesterday, you know, when I ordered the cat food and Chewy said to me, oh, it's going to be late. I'm like, oh, I should probably order cat food for <laughs> when we're out of food. All right. And then I thought, where the hell am I going to put all this food? And I thought, you know, I have that cupboard. I can put everything in there. Because I think it's important to have, like, that stash and then have what I'm going to eat for me, right? So, and for feed the cats regularly. So our job, you know, this is our revising, revisiting, redoing. And with this many planets stopping and going backwards, 
we're going to have a very turbulent week with very mixed messages. But the goal is, you know, wow, wow, the messages are reversed, and now we have to kind of look at them and figure them out in a new way. And it's a little confusing, right? So right before I came on, I was, you know, kind of had a little bit of time, and I was looking at Alec Baldwin doing Saturday Night Live and his imitation of Donald. And, of course, he takes his little hat off and he goes, this is Alec Baldwin, this is the last video or something, uh, filming from my home. And, and of course, the Twitter goes wild. Is that the last time he's going to do Donald? Or because it's the season finale, is that the last time he's going to do Donald, you know, forever? Or is it just because it's the end of the season, right? So everybody goes a little crazy. Remember, Mercury's in Gemini, you know. Venus is in Gemini. Everybody's not quite clear what the messaging is, right? I'm sorry, Mercury's in Taurus, answering to the out-of-bounds Venus in Gemini. So, she, you know, he has like a Gemini and like, what, what did you say? What did you mean? How did you? And people are very confused. So you just kind of want to watch because Venus is aspecting Neptune right now. So the Twitterverse goes crazy. So we're going to have to wait till September to see if he comes back because he just left us and left us with a mixed message. So kind of watch for mixed messages when you see them. Take them in, look at them, and kind of go, okay, like what do I trust? What what feels true to me? And I do encourage you to really think about, does that really feel true? Yeah, okay. No, it doesn't feel true. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I, I think I'm going to, but in the meantime, I'm going to make a plan, and I'm going to have a backup plan. So I'm hoping Ortley's wrong about this stuff. But now she's talking about we're going back to January and September. She's talking about locking us up and being locked up again. Okay, maybe I will get some food, right? Just listen to your inner wisdom when you're quiet, when you're not listening to everybody going crazy around you, right? Because when they go crazy around you, you don't really hear your inner voice. So listen listen to it and trust it. Say, I trust myself. Say, I trust you, inner voice, to tell me what to do, what, to tell me what to think, to tell me what approach I should take. And then I'm going to follow that, and I'm not necessarily going to tell other people who argue with me about it. I'm going to trust myself, and, you know, they get to make their plan, I get to make mine. Gemini, we both get to go our own way. So I only have eight minutes left, so i got to power through the rest of this. So hopefully that wasn't too luxury. But I do want you to take care of yourself, and I want you to realize this week is a little wild. And I know you're like, Ann, when's it going to stop being wild? I'm going to go, well, I told you they were all clearing their shadow in January, right? And then this client said to me, yeah, and then we're going to do the rebuilding like after the hurricane. I'm like, oh, my God, she's right. She's right. That's the Uranus. I'm thinking, okay, we're done. But it is kind of like there's been this hurricane, a tornado, a tsunami, kind of come in and wiped everything out. And then we have to figure out what we're going to do next. So thank you very much. Was a, um, uh, she's kind of shy, so I'm not going to say her name out loud, but she knows who she is. Um, and she's in California and very wise. So at any rate, um, so this week is the moon's in Sag. And it is um, uh, t- tonight, today the moon's in Sag. And it went into Capricorn this morning at 529. Happy Mother's Day to all our mothers. All, and those are the people that mother and love us, the mother that brought us into Earth. And I went to a retreat this afternoon around 2, and the woman said, um, you know, even if you didn't like your mother, she did give you life. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's a good way to think of it. But I liked my mother. She was good. Um, so the moon's in Capricorn today and tomorrow, and Monday the 11th, and it goes void at 6.30 in the morning, conjunct to Jupiter. 
and then it's void in the morning on Tuesday morning the 12th and it goes into Aquarius at 11:39 so Monday has got good aspects for getting stuff done it goes into Aquarius on the 12th it's in Aquarius on the 13th it's in Aquarius on the 14th and it goes void at 10:03 a.m. with a square to the sun so moon in Aquarius square the sun in Taurus a little bit argumentative right then it, it enters, it goes void and, void, and then it enters uh, Pisces that night. So it's void all day Thursday the 14th. So kind of, you know, don't do deals then, right? Uh, it goes into Pisces at 9.24 p.m. on the 14th. It's in Pisces on Friday the 15th. It's in Pisces on Friday the 16th. And it goes void at 3.59 a.m. on Sunday the 17th with a sextile to Jupiter. So moon in Pisces, sextile Jupiter in Cancer. Lots of, lots of. And one of the things I forgot to mention because I was so focused on the retrogrades is that this week Mars on Wednesday the 13th goes into Pisces until June 25th or whatever when he goes into Aries. Now remember, when Mercury went into Pisces in January, February, March, Pisces is, you know, infections and things spreading and stuff. That was Mercury. Mercury's nice. So we got the virus. Mars going into Pisces this week on the 13th we really get the virus because now Mars is moving it through. He is invisible and he's stealthy running it. And he goes into Pisces on the 13th. So we are going to watch this puppy take off, okay? Um, and that's all right. You know, that's, what we're, that's why you're listening to the weekly weather. You're making a plan. And then on, Monday, on Sunday the 17th, the moon goes into Aries on the 17th, and it's in Aries on the 17th, the 18th, and it goes void at 3.33 on the ni- Tuesday the 19th with a square. So it's a very juicy week. And it's very important for you to recognize as these planets all stop, wherever this planet is playing out in your personal life, in a culture we're going to go back to those days, but you're going to go back to them in your own world too. The busy days that are very, very busy this week are Tuesday because of all the shifts. And we do have the retrograde of Saturn, which takes, you know, five days before, five days after. That happens on the 11th. And then we have the Venus retrograde on the 13th. And we have the Jupiter retrograde on the 14th. We have Mars going into Pisces on the 13th. And then on the 17th, we have Athena going backwards. So it's a very busy week. Every time you turn on your computer, there will be new news. When Mars goes into Pisces, you might find you're a little more emotional, okay? And that's as of Wednesday. And that goes into Pisces at 12.17 in the morning. So it's really Monday and Tuesday. So the week is is pretty rocking, right? We're just going to say it's a rocking and rolling week. In terms of aspects, last week, Monday, Tuesday, the nodes changed into Gemini Sag. With a lot of really important information that came out then, right? And so you want to kind of think about what you learned on Monday and Tuesday, I mean, I wrote down on my land, in my land what was going on. Culture popped a bunch of stuff. Um, and, you know, the White House caught the virus. You know, I mean, viruses don't respect state lines. They don't respect state countries. They aren't going to respect the White House either. They're going to be in there. Um, and so this week, as the sun is in Taurus, he's going to now come in to trine towards the end of the week on the 15th and the 17th. He is going to trine Saturn and or going to trine Pluto and Jupiter, and then next week he trines Saturn, right? So when we're the sun goes this week from 20 Taurus to 27 Taurus, so he's going through all those planets, activating them again, right? All that section of sky, and he has an aspect with Pallas Athena on the 14th for you to pay attention to what you learn. As we mentioned before, Mercury is really flying through the sky. Mercury is 
also going to shift this week. I left him out too. Didn't mean to Mercury, sorry. May 11th, Mercury shifts into Gemini. Um, so he's at 27 Taurus, and he gets all the way to 14 Gemini, which means he's going more than two degrees a day. So lots of news, lots of fast, zoom, zoom, zoom. He goes into Gemini on the 11th. He has a real hard, interesting aspect to the nodes of fate on the 11th to watch what you see. He also has a hard aspect to Jupiter on the uh, 11th, and he also has a square to Mars on the 11th. So Mercury is going to be giving us some tough info. Uh, today, the 10th, he had a trine to Jupiter, right? So when I looked at the news, it was like, okay, since Florida opened, they have all these new cases. I'm like, all right, whatever. This is, we're, this is how we're doing the virus here in the United States. So you have to take care of yourself. And if your leaders tell you to go out and get sick, you want to kind of think if that's somebody you want to follow. You know, if they're saying, yeah, it's okay if you die. I don't have to pay Social Security benefits or I don't have to pay for you. I'm like, really? Yeah. So Mercury also has a trine to Athena and Saturn uh, this week on the 12th. He has a square to Ceres on the uh, 14th, so we're going to see some new food thing. He's also got a lot of aspects, just kind of argumentative stuff. And multiple versions of news, right? Multiple versions of news, the way he's talking. He also has Mercury as aspecting the nodes of fate on the 16th, important information that day. And he's having a power struggle on the 16th and 17th. That's probably going to be a little bit difficult because Mercury is in a hard aspect in Gemini to Pluto and Jupiter, right? So we want to watch for what the news is. We mentioned the Venus station on the 13th. She's at 21 this week, not moving fast. She does have a quintile aspect to Jupiter, so there is an opportunity to do things to make your environment nicer. Mars on the 12th has an aspect to the nodes of fate in Gemini Sag. So he's going to, you know, he's in Aquarius, so he's going to be talking to them and asking them what they think. And then he goes into Pisces, as I mentioned before, on the 13th, and then he's suddenly stealth. Pisces is the ocean, the water, it spreads. Think about when you've had a house flood and how the water goes like everywhere and kind of seeps around. He also has a hard aspect to Athena and Saturn on the 14th and the 15th. As I mentioned, Jupiter is stationing this week at 27 Capricorn, uh, May 14th. Saturn is stationing on May 11th at 1 Aquarius. Um, Neptune is squaring Vesta, which is kind of permeable, permeation, and Pluto is kind of arguing with Vesta. A lot of people are making housing changes this lately this week. Athena stations on the 17th at zero, and uh, we are then having a busy week, right? So lots going on. Four planets stopping, Mercury and Mars changing signs, Venus out of bounds, back to where we were. Remember the movie Back to the Future? Back to the beginning again, you know, like back, you know, <laughs> all the back to songs, right? Retrogrades are back to's. And your job, should you decide to accept it, is to be like really clear. And when you get the information, just sit in that little quiet space and go, okay, I trust myself to assess this information for its truth. Out of the anger, out of the crazy, out of the wild, let me just sit quietly with myself. Is that true? Do I trust that? And if you trust it, proceed. And if you don't trust it, say, you know, I don't really trust you. But if you trust it, say, you know, I trust you. You haven't led me wrong yet. And so when you can say I trust you to someone, then you want to go, okay, I trust you. Anybody you don't trust, don't follow. And on that note, Anne Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. 
wishing you a wild week ahead. <laughs> Me here in New York, I'm going to be sheltering in place and uh, hanging out here with Max and Remo, who I'm going to buy food for so that they're not – Max yells at me all the time when his bowl is empty. I can't imagine 40 days of him screaming at me uh, when the Mars is retrograde, October, September, October, November, and December. You know, I'm like, okay, Max, you got to have food, man. i got to figure out how much you're going to eat in those months and get it in stock while Chewy still has food to ship. Take care. Love you all. Big hugs. I wish I could give you all a big virtual hug from my bright red desk, but I give you a weekly podcast and hope that can help. But in the meantime, write down the dates in this puppy because they're all going to be hot. Take care. Love you. Bye.